0: Blue wire. Three on the way! Yes! Paul George nails it! For the win! You got the Kawhi Water! Curry, wait on top! Bang! Bang! Oh, fires away! Bang!
1: Hips over! No oh, block by James! All right, Dunks and Discourse, episode 55 the MJ double nickel in the garden. Uh, Jabari, props on the, on the episode title. Maybe your best work yet. Hey, yes sir, yes sir. It, it seemed appropriate. Um, so, you know, it's been a while since we talked. I mean, we've each had a guest since last time we've been together. Mm-hmm. You've kind of had one show to go about the Lakers. And it yep. feels like it's already been, I don't know, three weeks? Has it even been three weeks, two weeks since yeah, they the, yeah, won the championship?
0: Yeah, yeah, like three weeks this weekend. Or three like weeks. What, early, whatever whenever, you know what I
1: mean, yeah. I mean, three weeks for the average human being is a fair bit of time, no? yeah. I'm wondering would, where you're going with that. <laughs> six six weeks is is quite a long time, correct? Oh God, y- yes. It, uh, if, if we're if we're going to just say that, a, yes. As, as a teacher, I, I got to say, man, eight weeks in the summer is uh, it's pretty blissful. By the end, I almost don't know what to do with myself. You know, have you uh, ever had Jabari? Have you ever had eight weeks off with uh, with with no worries?
0: No, unfortunately, I don't <laughs> have positions that you know will permit that.
1: Uh, so I work so, the holidays, man. So hypothetically, if, if you were ever given ten weeks off, uh, you you would just be loving life and you'd be feeling well, well rested, and you'd probably be itching to get back to work. No? Hey, it's all
0: a matter of context, man. If I if I'm accustomed to a three day weekend and all of a sudden you tell me I get a day and a half, I might be a little bit perturbed, even though I still got that day and a half. Hey, but you yes. Know, hypothetically, you know, yes.
1: You know what? I got love for Jared Dudley. He was out on Twitter. He was was tweeting up a storm. I respect uh, the players who tweet during the playoffs and aren't scared to hit the mic a little bit. And he was saying, call me Champ, and I call them Champ. But you know what, Champ? Champs don't need four months off, you know? Champs with millions of dollars can get their massages every day, hit the pool, um, and be ready to go for NBA Christmas. So uh, come on, Champ. Come on, LeBron James. Come on, everybody. Uh, This is how it's going to be guys that were out of the bubble, guys who did not make the bubble playoffs will have had four months, and everybody else is gonna have had 10. So, um, you know what? Sorry for the Lakers and Heat. It's a little unfortunate that you only get 10 weeks, but uh, you're still winning in the grand scheme, friends.
0: Look, I'm not gonna make a big deal of it. It does suck for them. Like, it does, so we, and we can acknowledge that without being disingenuous. Um, but, you know, end of the day, you know, uh, as the great Andre Iguodala, you know, Jersey said, group economics
1: well I, I, I laughed at um, Dud- Dudley saying like oh don't complain when the stars don't play I'm like uh, we will absolutely complain, and we do that every year regardless, so of course. it dies. I mean, <laughs> of course we're going to complain. Like, You know what? And, and LeBron was going to take his week off this next year no matter what. So give me give me a break, man. Come and, on. And, and I'm not going to have a problem with it. It is yeah. what it is. Like, you know, if they play, they play.
0: If they don't, I'm still going to. You and I and most of the rest of us are still going to be watching on Christmas.
1: Um, yeah well, and man, I was legitimately sad, you know, because it was two weeks ago we were talking about the next season might not start until I think it was reported late January and then it was pivoted now it's looking like december 22nd and man, like I, I could not imagine it it's been a very long time probably since man, I can't remember the last time that I didn't didn't watch NBA on Christmas.
0: Yeah, I won't lie. Like, and I was accustomed to going to the games on Christmas, specifically. Uh, you know, obviously when I was, you know, when I lived in LA, uh, I think I went like seven out of eight years, like, like, like legit. Um, so no, no. Like, look, like I said, I'm here for it. I do get, I do get where they're coming from, especially you know, you know those guys in particular. You know they're tired. Like, you know, Jimmy. I know he didn't tweet anything, but you know, I, I would imagine his body still, you know, still. Dude, it's, you know, it's, still it's, it's there. ten <laughs> weeks.
1: It's ten weeks. Yeah. Can, Indian everyone, Indian. can everyone on Twitter fuck off and stop pretending like they're doctors and know how exactly, like, an extra week is gonna be on their ne- Like, you guys don't have a clue, man. You guys are just all parents. Like, they do not need four months to be, to be ready. That's like fatigue isn't hanging in their joints for You're four al- months.
0: You're also going to the other extreme. I'm not saying four months. I didn't say anything about four
1: months. No, no. I, I know. I, I'm using you as the jump off point to oh, get okay. off. Yeah. I Oh, okay. Like, I was like, where did I say that? I don't yeah. want them to
0: come back in February. Uh, no, no, no. But yeah, it, it, look, like I said, end of the day, they're going to be playing and we're going to be watching. It is what it yeah. is.
1: It, and, and to be honest, like I'm not going to hear any of like, oh, they're at a competitive disadvantage man. No, come on. It is It is what it is. Um, the Lakers are probably, the, you know what, they just won a championship without home court advantage. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure the Lakers don't really give a damn if they're the four seed next year, if they're the five seed next year, if they're the, you know, whatever. If they're in the mm-hmm. playoffs, they know that they have LeBron James and Anthony Davis. I don't, I don't think they're sweating it. Um, yeah, at
0: the end of the day, you just got to be healthy down the stretch. You know, the, those games at the beginning obviously do not matter.
1: Uh, You know, I've continued to kind of watch the MVP odds. I've continued to watch the title odds. Um, It's going to be interesting. You know, I mean, it was reported Brian Windhorst doing his his famous, I'm going to say something that's spicy, but don't aggregate me or I'll be mad Mm -hmm. about it, which is like a a, a hilarious edge. Like, I'm really confident enough. I'm confident enough to say this on ESPN platform, but I'm not confident enough in this that I want you to repeat it. It's, It's a really weird hedge.
0: You, you know what it is, yeah. He, you know, and I'm not being funny here. He wants his cake and he wants to eat it too. You know what I'm saying? Like he, like he, he wants to be. He wants to have that huge platform, and of course, he appreciates the you know, uh, the positive attention. But it, when things get aggregated, and he and and he probably he probably he in all likelihood he probably feels irritated when folks start going at him when something is like misquoted or like the quote is cut in half. So while I'm certainly not taking up for Brian Windhorst, I actually get that. <laughs>
1: Well, and like I mean, there are some people who do a terrible job of aggregating things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Ben Skeld, Skeldman and other people that you know who just love to steal people's you know time and money and effort and yeah, you know yeah. take take the juice. I That's get it. Behavior. <laughs> but uh, you know what? Here's the thing. You said on uh, you know a national platform, and yeah. you, and you got those ESPN dollars. Mm-hmm. You said on a national platform that free agency was done and uh that that caused a bit of a stir and i and and in another in last year or or next year i would be like oh man Um, yeah like you know Giannis is already inked long term i'm assuming ad's taking a one-on-one ad's already linked long term like next year i'd be like this is a this is a wild situation but this year i'm like oh man somebody already locked up andre drummond DeMar DeRozan's taking his talents to wherever. <laughs> I'm like, we, wherever he just traded to. Who, who are we really sweating um, not not making the rounds? Because normally, you know, free agency has become the spectacle and we really love to like, oh, Durant's meeting with Boston on this day and so-and-so's meeting with whoever. But like, who are we really, this off season, like thinking, oh man, this is a, who is the, who is the name that you think you could, could drastically change the landscape?
0: I, I'm not. I'm not trying to be a jerk. There aren't any huge names out there. Like obviously, there's guys that you know that can help players. And let me go ahead and pull the list up, list up uh, as we go. Well, but, let me, let me they, but there's no up. huge. There's no huge names out there.
1: Like I mean, Ingram's a restricted free agent. Okay, mm-hmm. he's probably not moving. Even if he took the the offer elsewhere, you know, New Orleans is going to retain him. They're not letting him yeah, walk unless they're crazy yeah. Let's let's assume that Anthony Davis is staying because I think we both feel pretty confident that he is. Right. So. Mm-hmm. You have DeRozan, Fred Van Fleet, Montrezl Harrell, um, Bogdan Bogdanovich, Goran Dragic, David, Davis Bertans. Danilo Gallinari, I guess, is a guy who kind of teased that at this point he wanted to win. And so every franchise that has no cap space and uh, is, is thinking Gall is going to take you know a $12 million haircut. But, we'll, I mean, he, he, he is a piece who's interesting. Dragic is a yeah, piece who's interesting, but... Yeah, and I'm looking at it now. We
0: got you know, let's see, Paul Millsap, um, not really, looked, he's not moving the needle,
1: like Booty in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, terrible. Uh, yeah. Marcus, all Serge Ibaka Okay, yeah. There's some names, you know. There, there's some. There's there's good players, but for sure, don't, for sure. Yeah, but but I don't anticipate any of these guys. You know, yeah. You know,
1: but like, if Demar Derozan, Goran Dragic, and Andre Drummond got on a, a group call and they're like, "We're all going to Minnesota," no one's like, "Oh, damn." <laughs> Minnesota's taking it this year, you know? Like it's it's not that kind of year. So well people were outraged. I also thought it was hilarious. I'm like, you guys don't think this happens every year. Like, uh teams that are out, you don't think that like Brandon Ingram and his agent have been talking to team reps this whole time.
0: Of course they have. Like yeah, it, it's yeah, it's yeah. it's silly when people act like that. Oh, okay, free agency is officially started, so now we can talk- stop this. You, There's a reason why. Think- yeah. Like <laughs> think about it. Like we, like 9:01, you're usually on the West Coast, or you know 12:01. Then you ought- you hear has already agreed to terms. Has already yeah, agreed yeah. to terms. They did that shit immediately. No.
1: It's all it's all hush hush, right? It's all hush yeah. hush. But Gordon Hayward, who's got the player option this year, you don't think with like you know his track record the last few years, his agents floated out like, hey, if he opted out, would anyone pay him this year? With you know the worry of a potential lockdown in years to come, like um, yeah, they would not, be
0: they would they wouldn't be doing their jobs if they if they did. Not yeah,
1: have the man. Information. Yeah. And 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 I get it, and I I I very much get it, and I am a, a rule purist too. And in a perfect world, it would be better if Gordon Hayward and his agent were locked in a room with no Wi-Fi. But uh, <laughs> I mean, come on, man! Like the reality of the situation is, they're looking out for their own interests, and and they're doing their homework. And in a year where it's been stretched so far, of course everybody's talked to everybody, man. Of course,
0: yeah, with without question, guys. First of all, players talk to each other like that. Like like. Yeah. For whatever reason, it seems like people think that's something new. Players have been talking to each other forever, and since they've been able to move, they've been making decisions like that. Sometimes the you know the big stars get together. Other times it could just be it could be like two you know secondary type guys or even like third guys. But this is you know this is a real thing that that takes place. And if we're also being honest, like I, I I'm I'm here for rules as well. But like that that's a silly one. Like it, yeah. I, I'll be honest, I think that's a silly one. So whatever, is, I don't care if they break it.
1: I'm just, like, trying to have some fun with this now, and I'm thinking, like, okay, if Daniello Gallinari went back to Denver on whatever to make it work, Ooh. does that push Denver to the number one? Would they be the number one team in the Westview next year?
0: Is it a sign-in trade, or is he just signing with them outright?
1: Let's just say he they magically figure it out so that he's he's going there outright.
0: Well, no, I mean, okay, yeah, so the reason why is because, like, I would say it depends on who they have who to Who they're giving up. up, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, if Daniello Gallinari they, they is healthy—
1: they lose Millsap and they bring in Gal.
0: Oh, easy, easy. Okay, so, I mean, as is, they're a top three, four, you know, your type team. You inject that type of talent in there, and it's specifically uh, because I think that would be a phenomenal fit uh, and somebody that Michael Porter Jr. can kind of, you know, continue to kind of develop around and behind initially. Uh, I'll be honest, like, I would love that for them. Um, yeah. I I wouldn't necessarily call them the title contender, but I, do, I could absolutely see them winning the most games in the
1: regular season. The, the interesting thing is, like, him and Drogic, if they really were willing to take a pay cut, if those guys were willing to just make it happen to go to a team that was close, mm-hmm. like, if Goran Drogic decided that for whatever reason he was going to go, he, he loves Ty Lue, and he mm-hmm. was going to go to the Clippers, mm-hmm. yeah, all, all of a sudden, <laughs> the Clippers having a legitimate, like, playoff caliber point guard, that would be very nice. Yeah, it, cha-
0: it, it changes things all the you know,
1: completely. That's the type of situation where fans could be mad because they'd be like, "What do you mean he already has a deal with uh, you know whoever?" But,
0: but again, like all those other guys had had the same opportunity and probably had sure. the same conversation. So I honestly, there's it's people being mad just to, you know just for the sake of being mad.
1: Um, did, was it you and I or was it me and Sam who were talking about Ty Lue and and how it's hard to evaluate what he's done? Was it you and I a couple weeks ago? Was,
0: it, was, it was you and Sam. That was a good conversation, by the way. Yeah, it was you and Sam.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I, I, the, the discourse on on Tai is really, yeah, on the, on it, the, the it, timeline.
0: It's impossible. Like, yeah. let's be real. Like, it's impossible to gauge. And even after Eric Spolster's first one, I was still like, okay, let's see. Obviously, he has shown the you know, beyond continuing to you know, succeed with him. And you know, after the fact, he's shown that he deserved all of that credit. Oh, you know, all of all of his flowers and all of the credit. Uh, with Ty Lue, while I like him and I want positive things for him, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to BS and say like, "Oh yeah, like I
1: know for a fact that Ty Lue was a great coach." Let's see. And, and I think like bringing Kenny Atkinson was a great move. Yes, um, I think this is going to be a very good staff. I have a, I have faith in Ty Lue again, and like I don't think he's a bad coach, but. I think people, you know, counting him out or, or counting him up are crazy. And, like, I know Justin Rowan really has gone to bat for him mm. and it gives him an immense amount of credit for the fact that he was able to, you know, yes. man-to-man have some conversations with LeBron James, which is not easy yeah that um, matters that absolutely it matters absolutely I, matters player management the, is huge no doubt that that's actually why like that's actually why I like the fit because like honestly
0: I, I like the fact that they're bolstering you know like you're bolstering the you know the, the bench with you know guys like Atkinson I saw that Cassell if I'm not mistaken he's well he's moving on and, and reuniting with uh you know with doc if right
1: if I'm not if I'm correct uh, actually, I didn't see that, but maybe. I yeah, that... I,
0: I, I believe I saw that this morning. Uh, you know, before I went into work. But yeah, I, you know, you know, that, that, those are the types of moves that I would like to see. You know, solidify that bench. Get guys in there that can talk to these players. You know, man to man directly. Get, and also get guys in there that aren't afraid to say like, "Hey, shut the hell up." <laughs> you know, like so. I'm I'm good with it. Let's. I'm 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 happy for Clipper fans, or at least cautiously optimistic for them.
1: Well, and, and I've heard Chauncey Phillips might be headed there too, so maybe replacing you know one old vet point guard with another. But um, the thing, the thing with Ty and like back to Rowan is, is he's he's been a pretty big defender of him, and I saw him throw on the timeline that like if you defend Frank Vogel and te- and call him a player's coach or whatever, but you don't say that about Tyler. You're telling on yourself, which mm. like you know mm. you're on your brand. But like the the, th- the thing is, I've seen Frank Vogel punch up with an Indiana team that shouldn't have punched up. You know, yeah. like a like a good like I've seen Frank Vogel be a good coach before he got to be with LeBron James, and that's the only thing, man. Like I, Ty, Lue, I, Ty Lue, could do that too, but I'm I'm just saying I've seen it somewhere else with him.
0: Yeah, there's there's a little bit more of a track record, so I I can appreciate that. Like if 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 Frank Vogel had only had like the situations like the, his stint in Orlando, then a, that would be sure, a very fa- that would be a very fair criticism. Yes, but you know you know, but since we have seen it, yeah, I agree.
1: Um, Philly hires uh doc rivers and daryl Morey, but they do it backwards and <laughs> and someone pointed this out man like what a what a whack situation for daryl Morey, because like again uh there was there was a good conversation going on whether like what happened in houston was that the product of him trying to maximize who he had in harden or was that him you know laying out his his floor map for what he thinks basketball should be um and I, I, don't, I can't say with confidence I know the answer to that.
0: Well, let me, let me ask this because you you initially st- like it sounded like you you said you felt sorry for Maury because of, you know of the, of the order of the hiring. But yes. let me but let me ask this: like, do you think he takes that position if he if he you know isn't on board with Doc? I
1: I think he prob well I think he probably does because I I think you know being an executive is you know it's not you could sit out. I mean, everyone kind of assumed Hinky would bounce back. And he's not here. I mean, if if you don't take a job, you know, there's no necessarily guarantee that you're getting another one. So, I think Mm -hmm. there's some of that. But I also think there's, like, you know what? He wants to see Ben Simmons and Joe Embiid haven't worked yet. And there's been all this talk about trading them. And, you know, we all love to play 2KG. maybe Daryl Morey's like, this is going to be a really fun situation to, like, I want to field these phone calls. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. But I, I just, like, Doc does not feel like the type of coach that, uh, that 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 Maury lines up with, you know, from an offensive standpoint, or that he hasn't, you know, over his tenure in Houston, and uh, you know, like I'm, I'm kind of on the doc. Uh, doc was a sorry hire, train before Daryl, so now I feel like he's in this awkward spot where, like, if he doesn't believe in him, what like, does he have? Ownership's go ahead to to make a move. How long? What does what has to happen? That, I mean, it sucks for Doc too, kind of.
0: Yeah, it does. It it, it it could put him, you know, kind of behind the eight ball. But the truth of the matter is like I, I, I think Maury would you know, you know I don't wanna say he had his pick, but I, I it, it felt like he had, he had more than one option out there. I don't think he takes this gig if he if he's not on board with it. I really don't. You know, I, I, I get where you're coming from with the hinky thing. Although, uh, you know, same thing. Track record as opposed to, uh, you know, you know we, we like to make fun of, and not you, but I'm saying generally NBA Twitter, we like to make fun of Morey's failings in the postseason. But at the end of the day, he's always had successful teams. So, I don't know. Like, you know, you know for me, I, I, I'm I'm new. Well, let's just say I'm not quite as optimistic, you know, for their chances, but I'm very much intrigued by it, even though, I you know, I agree with you. I don't think it's a great fit
1: between those two. Yeah, and I, I just like I the, the, the whole situation with with Philly, and we've talked about it a million times. Something's got to change, and I don't, I don't care if you're a Philly fan. You're like, no, no, no. The the, the minutes with Embiid, blah blah blah. No, like man, I, I've seen it with my own eyes. I do not think they are going to be a great team until they go one way or the other. Yeah. I think being being the GM who makes that decision is is going to be a talking point for a long time.
0: Absolutely, and and, and really. You know, we talked about it. We've gone back and forth on it. Uh, I think when we first started potting together, what was that two years ago? We were both on the on, on more on the Embiid side, and since then
1: we've you know we've kind of swapped. Are you still on the uh, still on the build around Ben instead? I've pretty much always been on build on Ben. Like I I don't think I've ever really been. I just oh, don't. Maybe like, it was just me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like it was always. I feel like it was like eighty Embiid, twenty Ben, and maybe it's like 65, 35 now for people. But. Yeah. I, I, I just want the uh, guy that can play defense on lots of positions and doesn't have to be posted up to be an offensive weapon. You know, I don't want to sell the pace yeah. down for Embiid. Um, but, like, I mean, they, they got decisions, and I, I, I think what they're going to do is interesting because, again, the, there's been a smart argument made that maybe you could try with them, but who are you going to move? Like, who wants to buy Harris? Who wants Al Horford?
0: Yeah. And What are you going to have to attach to those guys? What do they have they, in the coffers to begin
1: with? What Philly Philly needs the trade that Toronto made when they dumped Rudy Gay. They need like one team to look at Al Horford or Tobias Harris and think mm-hmm. like it, it, it could work here, and he's a name, and he could sell some tickets, and then you get the two you know useful role players back in Patrick Patterson and Grievous Vasquez, and and you roll with it into you know letting your other guys do the thing. But I just don't know which team wants that Horford or Tobias money. The Tobias money especially is just terrifying.
0: I mean, what if the Knicks strike out again? Like, and, and can't even trade for the bad contract that they, they, they say they're willing to you know accept? Um, can, yeah, well, he's a New York guy. I don't, I don't know. Like, maybe, maybe they look at Tobias and say, like,
1: well, hey, you know what? You know, uh, got to dance with somebody. Tobias Harris, Julius Randle. RJ Barrett, Mitch Robinson and <laughs> Frank Nealakina, I guess, is hey, something. It
0: I, I it, it's I, funny. We get we get accused and by we, I mean, you know, Knicks fans get extra sensitive and you know, oh, you know, everybody's just looking to dunk on us. It's like, yeah, I mean, well, everybody in the league does that, but no. Um, you know, they have to recognize they have to recognize how much of a joke that that situation has been. I'm just in favor of them trying something, like, and I recognize that can be that can actually be a stupid approach. But try something, because right now that that's just a, that that's kind of an embarrassment.
1: Yeah, no, I I really do. I the name that immediately came to mind was was Blake Griffin. Like, Ooh, okay, if 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 you're gonna be the Knicks and you're gonna say like, whatever, we're gonna take on a bad deal, we're gonna take a flyer on a on a name to to give our fans somebody to come behind, I would much, I could much easier, wow, the the words are just escaping but I think there's a much easier path to Blake Griffin. He's more marketable. He's a bigger name. Um, He doesn't play a guard position where you want to have R.J. Barrett, where -hmm. you might have LaMelo Ball if you make a move. I don't know. You know, apparently he's sliding. draft. But Griffin's the guy to keep thinking of. I can absolutely see that. I can absolutely see that. He, like you
0: said, he's still marketable. He's still very marketable. Still a popular guy. Uh, you know, to be honest with you, yeah. You know, when he's healthy, he's still very, very good. Like, okay, let's ask this. Let's. You know, and obviously, we didn't, you know, discuss this beforehand. But when he's at his, you know, when he's healthy and on the court, where is he in terms of power forwards? Because you know, obviously, he you know, he was always at least considered in that top three range. You know, for you know, the, you know, th- when when he was at his best, but. I'll be honest. I actually like his game more now that he's less of a high flyer.
1: No. I mean, all my, it's my not guy, as
0: entertaining, of, but it's a better game. It's, my a, guy, it's a more
1: well-rounded game. My guy, Oliver Maroney, was trying to make this point like last year because he was taking threes in, two years ago now, I guess. No, mm-hmm. man. Like, Blake was such a force before. Like, you had to account for him. Like, you had to have a body on him. Like, you had to play him in transition because he could push the pace with the ball in his hands. Like, I I think Blake can give you some very good minutes And the fact that he's added some range to his game. He's willing to take those shots and that he can facilitate and he can play Mm -hmm. fast. He can play slow a little bit. I still think he's a very serviceable player, but I'm just, like, very cynical. He's going to play enough games, healthy. yeah. For obvious reasons But like I I would be I would love to see A Blake Renaissance Man Like I I really did like Watching Blake Griffin The player
0: As did I You know Even though he played For the Clippers At a time when I was down in the dumps And and they were all Of a sudden You know The darlings Or at least Of the You know The conversation uh, I've always been A fan of his Like quite frankly He was one of the Very few guys Where I'm like You know I can't stand that guy But yeah I, I would like him On my team
1: Yeah yeah, and I mean, the, the, I I joked about it, but like, they the Knicks have the space and the pieces. Like, I I would just love for the irony if it was Chris Paul and Blake Griffin wound up together in New York, or or Russ and Blake. <laughs> Russ and Blake in in twenty twenty is not what Russ and Blake would have been in twenty twelve. That's that's for sure. Yeah,
0: not not quite. Uh,
1: that, not quite. That would have been something. Russ and Blake, if you know. Was it maybe this is just a real GM thing? But I thought there was like a Blake KD talked about thing at one point, and uh, Russ and Blake in Oklahoma would have just been fire. It would have been so fun to watch on a nightly basis. The fans would have loved it. Obviously, they would have lost that deal, but man.
0: That's, of course, yeah, no, I yeah. I would have absolutely been here for that, you know, and I'm one of those suckers that likes the, you know, okay, yeah, hometown guy going back home, regardless of when, you know, whether it ends up taking place, but I, I like the specter of that, which is why I even threw, you know, Tobias out, you know, for the Knicks, and also because it's the Knicks, but, uh, yeah, no, R- Russ and Blake, at the peak of their powers, would have been must-see TV. They, like, you know, they might, they, they would not have, you know, won, you know, wouldn't have won anything ultimately, but every game would have been watched.
1: Yeah, fair enough, fair enough, I... Who is the team next year that, like, we haven't talked about that you think, with just internal development, it's going to be a lot closer?
0: Hmm. I mean, maybe Boston? Uh, you know, I, when you say closer, you mean closer to being a contender or closer to yeah. actually winning a title?
1: Yeah, closer to being a contender.
0: Uh,
1: let me think. I'm just looking around the league too, and I like I, I, Denver. I Denver feels like they have room for growth. Boston feels like they have room for growth. Philly, if they get it right, feels like they could be a lot better than they were. I mean, Brooklyn's reliant on the health of their stars, but like I'm looking, like Orlando, Charlotte, Washington,
0: Indi- Indiana might. You know, you know, I'm always pulling for them to be successful. Depends on what I, they got.
1: I saw the rumor too. Like Atlanta's looking to like move some pieces, potentially move their pick um, mm-hmm. to be competitive, but like. I don't know that they're all that close. So, who well, what who if your boys, it?
0: actually, what if your boys, what if your guys take a step?
1: Who, who who, on that the only thing with Dallas is like, and everyone's so excited about this year, and I feel like as great as this year was for Mavs fans and like playing with house money, that year is now gone. Next year, there's going to be expectations that like, Lucas should win MVP. They should be contending. And like, I'm looking at the roster and I'm like, who on this roster is getting significantly better um, are you just hoping yeah. that poor Zingis and Luca's chemistry go up a notch and their play each goes up a notch? Because, like, I don't think Maxi Cleaver at, at 30 is doing anything. Seth Curry's 30. Um, you know, Tim yeah, Hardaway Jr. True. was a revelation this year, but he's 28 years old. Uh, like, are you thinking J- Jalen Brunson has got something more than he's shown? Like, it just doesn't feel like yeah, there's, I mean, there's a yeah, lot of names play. on that team. Yeah. 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 I, I, what, I think we will be a What's
0: situation like? Did, did, they, did they have the ability to bring anybody in?
1: No, and and oh, and they okay. I can't see them doing anything because they're trying to stay clean oh, yeah. for twenty one at Giannis. Yeah, that's true. What? Like I, they, which I,
0: they could, which I definitely understand.
1: They could probably make some things happen. Like they could move Tim Hardaway's deal, and they they could you know make some things happen, go get somebody. But who are you going to get for like some picks and swaps and Tim Hardaway's salary? Uh, maybe Seth Curry, whoever that yeah, outweighs that your chance much. at Giannis. Yeah. Like, yeah, someone threw a buddy. Yeah, someone the- threw a Tim Hardaway Jr. for Buddy Healed, and I really like Buddy Healed. And I was still like, man, I don't know that he gave you that much more than Tim last year, and it's and it's not worth making your cap situation messier.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't do it. I yeah. wouldn't do it. Like, you know, if if you're right there, ready to win a title, that's a move that you consider. But if you're not, no. You don't take yourself. You don't take yourself out of you know any possible you know conversation you know next summer uh, for Buddy Hield and and I and I mean no disrespect
1: you know shout shout out to you buddy you had a great, you know, you've had a great couple of years other than like Beal's name that's repeatedly been thrown out like who who is even available like I, when I was looking at the Hawks rumor I'm like let's say somebody loves Cam Reddish or Kevin Herter, and they're willing to take um they're picking this draft in the future and they will want they, that's their jump off point like. Who who is who is hanging around like like you mentioned Russ? We talked about CP three. Um, both of those guys play the position of, of their future star and don't necessarily move the needle to that extent. Um, Bradley Beal, I don't think is going Ola cheap Depot, if he's going. If he's healthy, you know that you know obviously he could still help some teams. Again, um, Paul Head, Paul Headley made the case that like Brooklyn should trade Terrace Levert in a first or something else for for Depot, and I just. Ooh. Oladipo has had one year where he was awesome. Being all NBA and all defense in a year is no joke, but but we've seen it one year, and he did not look like that guy at all in the injuries. I'm just, like, really cynical that we're going to get that Oladipo again.
0: Yeah, like the, to be honest with you, I don't think you make that deal specifically because, like, you know, like Karras, what is he, like, their third best player? Or I yeah. guess it depends, I mean, it depends on make... how you feel about him or Spencer Dinwiddie uh whom whom i like very much and i actually could see uh, being moved um but let me see sure. yeah they should go kyrie they should, well they
1: should, i mean that won't happen for obvious reasons but if i was playing 2kgm it'd be awesome to move kyrie hopefully get some more interesting wings and then let Dinwiddie and Katie and Levert do their thing
0: you already know i i said that they should last year <laughs> With, I, I said that eventually Kyrie is going to be the, you know is going to be an issue there. Um, like
1: Ky, Kyrie for like Pascal Siakam, if ooh. if Toronto didn't need a point guard, would be kind of spicy. It would make Brooklyn a lot better defensively when you have Kevin Durant, Spencer Dinwiddie, Karis the your team. It's not like you have to lean on Pascal Siakam to go get you buckets. If so, you, he could just if, do his thing.
0: If you yeah. give KD, you know Pascal Siakam coming back, uh, honestly Brook, Brooklyn would be a contender. Well, I, and, I, go and I through. don't have them as a and I don't have them as a contender right now with Kyrie.
1: I ca- like I just want to see. K- I feel like if KD is ninety percent of what he was, they're a contender. But yeah, it's the like it, it, Achilles thing. It, it's be. it's just throwing dice, man. Who knows?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I it, by all accounts he looks great. Um, you know, and what are, are we going to be almost two years removed from the actual injury by the time he you know he starts playing again?
1: Yeah, we are gonna. Well, not not quite two years, but like, like a year and a half. Yeah, the like, longest anyone. Yeah, the longest that anyone has ever had um, coming back from Achilles injury in the NBA. So I'm, I mean, I'm definitely
0: optimistic for him.
1: Again, and this is the this is the conversation with Quinn. Like I I don't know because I'm not one of these you know Turks on uh, Twitter who just runs with like fake medical info that they've kind of heard from Reggie Miller on the broadcast. But I got to wonder if not playing NBA basketball for almost two years is like, are, oh, like, what's the the time to get back in it? Like, how how much does that rust affect your body at over 30 versus, like, the risk of future injury on the kid? Like, I don't know the answers to those questions. And, and if you could tell me exactly where Kevin Durant was at, I would tell you where the Nets are at. But it's it's hard.
0: We're, we're just going to have to wait and see. You know, like, yeah. j- just just being real. Just going to have to wait and see. They really, that. they, they, but they that's re- actually a really good point, man. Like, I, I hadn't even thought about that. You know, because I, I'm praising and I'm I'm appreciating that time off. But, like, in the middle of his prime, the prime of his career, he's, he's essentially took two years off. And who knows and, and how he's going to react.
1: And there's someone who, who hated him going to Golden State. I hate it. Like, mm-hmm. you know that. We've talked to Oh, like, yeah. I'm really excited to see, like, I, I really do feel like this Nets team could be the most exciting team next year if he's healthy. Like, just from a personality standpoint, from a play standpoint, like, I really think they could be, you know, one of the more intriguing teams in a while. But, like, it's it's all dependent on this injury.
0: Yeah, yeah, no. Um. I, I... <sighs> You know, I should probably stop being hard on on Kyrie because I I recognize I allow you know some of the you know some of the chatter to influence me at times when it comes to just like you know not liking his overall personality, but just as a player, like I, I, I yeah they, they are, if if KD is healthy, like you said, ninety percent of you know where he was at, they they, they will be a contender. I it, it I guess it will just matter how the rest of those pieces kind of work and kind of what they end up doing with uh you know whether they you know wind up moving Dinwiddie or anybody else.
1: Let's, uh, let's take a big break from the ball. We'll uh we'll we'll talk we'll just catch up a little little personal time, a little J on J time, and then we'll we'll talk some borat and, and some TV. But before we do that, a word from our friends. Um, even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more than more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed with our free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. The offer is valid until December 31st. Football is back full swing. You might be at a game this year. You might not be a game at a game this year. But really, like this, I mean, you could be at a game this year, Jabari. It's a... a you could or you couldn't. It's up to you, man. Depends on the stadium. But you can still be in on the action at Bet Online BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures every day, all day. Head to BetOnline today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BlueWire at betonline.ag. That's BlueWire, all one word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Um, man, it's been a hell of a week for me. I, I, can't even, I can't even lie. It's been hell of a week. Seriously. Uh, I, I did want to say on the pod, um, I, I didn't want to not mention this, but like my mom's cat, Wookiee, if you didn't see this on Twitter, she's just a, over a one-year-old cat. She lets the cat outside, um, drives me crazy. I have cats, I don't let them outside. One, it's a bylaw in the city, and two, I always fear the worst. Play it safe with your loved ones, you know? Um, some sicko, and this cat flops. I honestly was worried that this cat was going to flop in, a, in front of a car and get yeah. ran over because he just flops everywhere. Like, he flops at your feet, wants to be touched. Hmm. Flopped at the wrong person's foot, and some sick sick human being out there shot him with a pellet gun. Um, point blank, pellet went through my mom's cat into yeah. his lung. Um, you know, my mom is uh, somewhat recently divorced. All of her kids are moved away. So the cat is more than a cat. That cat yeah. is like her family right now. And so, you know, my mom called me, obviously, uh, like really, really upset, really crying. And whenever your mom calls you like that, I mean, everyone can relate to mm-hmm. what that, how that hits you. And then, you know, uh, if you're a vet, I'm sorry, but man, vet rates just... <sighs> Uh, the vet, you know, was it was four thousand dollars almost just to like figure out what was going on, and then hold the cat overnight and, and give him some antibiotics, and then they were talking it would be upwards of ten, possibly thirteen thousand dollars to operate to take this pellet out. Um, That's... You know, the average human being, you know, the average non NBA um, <laughs> human human being, does not have thirteen thousand dollars just kicking around for this this moment. Um, I did feel for my American friends. I was like I could not have any, could not imagine having to make some of these cases on like your actual human relative. Um, mm-hmm. in Canada. Unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. I I did feel. So I, I mean I, I threw out I was honestly I just vented to Twitter. I was like, I can't believe the situation. I can't believe there's this sick person out here who shot the cat. Can't believe it's gonna cost this much. And a bunch of people, Duncan Smith, you know, shouts to you, uh Justin Henkel, all, all these people, like so many people. Uh Michelle, Beadle, um I, I don't even know, man. Like I was overwhelmed. So many people. Like you, Varun, so many people reached out and they were like, people were saying, start to go fund me. I did. Um, you know, we raised about nine thousand dollars in two days. It was like That's amazing. S- it's surreal, man. Like uh, the the mood of like I can't believe there's a sick person out here who would do this to like, hey man, all these people I know through like talking basketball, many of whom I've never met in real life and don't have a personal relationship with, you know, chipping in ten bucks, chipping in fifteen bucks, retweeting it multiple times. Like, thank you, thank you to everybody who did that. Um, the update is the vet has now decided after two days of keeping the cat and giving antibiotics that he thinks it's scarier to operate on the cat than to wait two more weeks and see if it like heals up Ooh, and okay. I mean I don't understand this and this is the problem when you're like hearing it secondhand because my mom was explaining it to me and I feel that if I had been there maybe I'd ask a few more questions but I guess the cat could like heal around the pellet so that the pellet would be in it but it wouldn't cause him grief but anyways the plan is in two weeks huh. take the x-ray and if it's healed as it should they're going to skip the surgery and if it hasn't healed as it should they're going to go forward with the surgery so in the event that um, they don't go forward with the surgery. And I'm not not sure what the dollar amount will be. There would be some money left over from that GoFundMe. I am going to find a GoFundMe of someone else who has a family friend, a a pet in need. And I'm I'm just going to dump all that money on them because I think that's the best thing I could do with any remaining cash. So that's just kind of my weekly update here.
0: Man, I'm gonna keep it real with you. I, I felt for you. I mean, you know that I'm not necessarily an animal person, but I have no problem with them, and I'm certainly not gonna shoot them with pellets and, and shit like that. Uh, but yeah, I, I I understand what you know that rage that you must have felt, especially when you're hearing your you know hearing that from your own mom. Uh, but you know, it, but kind of like you said, on the flip side of that, it is bu- it, that was a beautiful thing to see. Like when I, I it, it was the middle of my day, I saw you, you know, and I saw you you know, kind of like putting the thank yous out on on the timeline. It brightened it bri- kind of brightened my day it made me happy for you man so you know good on you good on everybody out there you guys are awesome like truly truly awesome for that
1: yeah it, it actually it made me feel like a lot like in 2020 it's been hard to feel about good about the world on a lot of days mm-hmm. it made it made me feel a little bit better about the world and i nice. and i know that there's a lot of people out there who're struggling financially and i know that there's an important election coming up in a week and i know that this year has been from hell and just like <laughs> Seeing people step up was was uh, like no lie it was it was a very cool feeling. So thank you again. And uh, I can't say this stuff on the timeline because I'm also a teacher, you know. But uh, there was a lot of people who were like, "Yo, if tell me if you find this guy, or like <laughs> if you find this guy." And and trust me, similar thoughts were running through my head, man. Of like course. my mom still lives in the old neighborhood, and you're like, <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, we, we, the first. Go you ahead. Don't,
0: you don't even have to say it. I, yeah. Yes. My mind, that's where my mind would have been. Yes.
1: Yeah. It, it went to places it shouldn't have, for sure. Yeah. Um, the first cop that my mom called was basically like, kick rocks, I don't care okay. about your cat. Cool. The second cop, she, she tried again, the second cop was a cat owner. And ah. this cop, man, like that registered for him, apparently he was knocking, he knocked like 20 doors in the neighborhood. And he was you know, talking to people who had like security cameras. And he's, like, putting some time in to try to figure out who did that. So, you know, That's if awesome. they do find this guy, I will for sure update the timeline because, uh, you know, justice. Justice for Wookie. That's where we're at. Um, there you go. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, movies, man. Uh, before we do, to what what were you binging? What TV did you get in the last two weeks? Like, we both watched the new Borat movie. Um, man, I had to convince Denise. I had to convince my girl to, to like, watch this. She didn't remember really much of the original Borat. She thought it was dumb. I'm like, no, man. Borat, Borat is hilarious i cannot firstly just my my first thing is i cannot believe how vulgar and over the top it still was in 2020 my fear going in was that like it would have been so nerfed and like uh politically correct and and mm-hmm. sensitive compared to the original that it wouldn't have done it justice but my lord he went in
0: yeah you you can't make this movie and adjust it had yes. to be that it had to be that in fact this one might you could have been even more offensive. <laughs> like it, 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 actually felt like he held back a little bit. But you're right. It, it, it look, I, I didn't know that in 2020 I needed a Borat movie, but I absolutely needed a needed that damn movie. It, look, it's not for everybody. Sacha Baron Cohen, I think he's a genius. Obviously, you think he's brilliant as well. I understand his, you know, his, you know, approach or you know his delivery isn't isn't going to you know, catch everybody. But if you need a laugh especially this year I can't recommend it enough
1: yeah I I <laughs> I, I, I absolutely love the movie man I, I thought it was hysterical I thought it was absolutely hysterical um, there were a few parts where I was like I could have not seen that and been been fine with my life but like yep. the, I had to look like I spent two hours looking at articles and trying to figure out who was a plant and who wasn't a plant. And like, I cannot believe that some of the people in that movie weren't actors. Like the two guys that he bunks with, Yes. like that—that that was I, real. That's crazy. Those are those are real Republican voters out there. Those are I mean, those are like man. I could I could not believe some of the stuff. Like Rudy Giuliani, like full out knowing he was with a fifteen year old, like going for his junk was just. Okay. Like. I... That's that's on TV, man. He can you cannot lie. not watch that and and pretend that didn't happen. He can
0: lie all he wants and say that he, Every guy, every guy listening to this podcast, every woman, listen anybody that's listening to this podcast right now, you know exactly what that posture was. You know exactly oh. what, when you lay it back and you start, to, it's like, oh, okay, we're gonna do this, or you gonna go ahead and mm, lap that? You know, like, come on, man! Like he one million percent was going for it. I don't I mean, care if I, he's I, trying to lie and say that he wasn't
1: i I was more shocked that people were pretending that they didn't know what was up there than that it happened. I was like, they're, they're, they're like he's caught red-handed, you know. Pun yeah, Like they, <laughs> they caught this man. People were like, no, that's not what's going down. You Stop don't lie it. on the bed and put the hand there. Like the, what? Come Twice. on, man. Twice. Um, <laughs> the 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 concert that he gives, man, like so. <laughs> The 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 faxes killed me too. The guy just reading <laughs> off the uh-huh. faxes. Um, yeah, man. The only thing that, that the debutante ball was like, whoo, yeah. I and I had to read on like how that scene went, and I guess they did. So for that scene, apparently they like pre-screened people, and they showed them pictures of like lots of celebrities, including Sacha Baron Cohen and, and like Will Ferrell, and they only let people in who didn't like identify him. but they thought they were like they thought I think they thought they were going to like a real function but they knew that a movie of some kind would also be filming and apparently like when that started to happen there were people and they weren't allowed to have their phones like while they were at this event Mm. so I guess when that happened like people were like flooding for the door trying to get their phones and leave like (laughs) I know there's like a real big push um, to like normalize things like with women's bodies and like sure but man, like you don't see that every day, and that like if you know a scene, you know a scene because my my lord, that yeah. was something.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I actually don't want to ruin it. But yes, uh, when my man said five hundred, I was like, whoa, wait, did you see? He, did you see his daughter's reaction when he said five hundred? No, I didn't. Oh, go back and look. go. 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 She's like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, it's it's fantastic. It's oh. absolutely fantastic.
1: Yeah, it was it was it was a hilarious movie, man. What did you end up giving it?
0: You know, I didn't rate it yet. I would probably rate that a 77.
1: I thought it was that good. We're pretty in sync. I had a 78. Oh, there you go. It wasn't quite as, as, like, it didn't kill me as much as the original, but it it did have me in stitches. Mm. And I was thinking, like, Step Brothers is the hardest I've ever laughed at a movie, and the the original (laughs) Borat might be the second most. So, this movie's definitely worth a watch, for sure. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, Other than Borat, what have you been binging?
0: Man, I've been keeping it pretty simple. Like, you know, I finally I, I went back and I finished, you know, the rest of the Walking Dead. Yeah, I I, I see why I stopped at season six before. No disrespect yeah. to no disrespect to y'all, like you know, y'all true believer fans out there. But yeah, you know, come on,
1: it's a little bit repetitive.
0: Um, and then I actually started Perry Mason HBO. Oh, uh, excuse, excuse me, Perry Mason on HBO. Have you have you checked that out at all?
1: Uh, no,
0: I haven't. Pretty damn good, pretty damn good. Like, like if you like private, you know, private, you know, private eye type stuff, and you with a strong cast, uh, you it might be up your up your alley. But the one show that I actually think everybody needs to watch anybody that likes fantasy and things of that, you know, you know, uh, things of that nature, of the supernatural nature, Lovecraft. Did you see Lovecraft Country? Have you watched that yet? No, I actually I haven't. Like, and again, like I. What do you guys? You have a HBO Max? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. It basically, I, call, I I started catching up on all my HBO stuff when I finally downloaded the the the, the app properly.
1: Yeah, so i've I've been hitting I've been hitting Amazon Prime, and then I'm gonna get Disney Plus again to just do Mandalorian, and then I'm gonna go back to Crave, which I think is the Canadian HBO Max. It gets all the HBO properties. Nice. So, and then I'll catch up on all this. But yeah, Lovecraft's good.
0: Yeah, definitely watch Lovecraft. It's one of those shows where you cannot discuss it because you will give it away. And I, and honestly, out of respect to the audience, I want them to just watch it. So trust me on that one.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'll definitely give it a go, man. It. it uh, I saw. I've seen the teasers and stuff. I've seen some talk about it, so I'm intrigued. Yeah. Um, what have you been watching? Did you watch the Night Manager? Do you ever watch the Night Manager? I did not. Dude, I, I can I not believe that I'd never heard of this show. Apparently, the second season is, like, filming or done filming now. Came out in 2016. So, Tom Hiddleston, Loki, Hello. and Hugh Laurie from House. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, it's just a little, like, six-episode thing. It's on Amazon Amazon Prime. Um, Tom Hiddleston is, like, ex-British soldier. Um, he's working as a hotel night manager. Hugh Laurie is, like, kind of the sadistic uh, weapons-dealing villain. And, um... They kind of like have a run in via like a mutual friend, and uh, Tom Hiddleston decides that he's gonna he wants to like take it upon himself to take him down, and gets involved with like the British Secret Service tries to get Hugh Laurie goes undercover. It's an awesome six episode run, man. Like I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. If you like that undercover, high like extremely tense all the way through the last three episodes, uh, definitely check it out if you haven't I can't believe I hadn't heard of it
0: I, I was gonna say I've never heard of this show before but it looks it looks incre- it looks in, 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 excuse me intriguing as hell
1: first and, of all uh, Hugh, it, Hugh Laurie in general but Tom Middleton like this is a really good cast Hugh, Hugh Laurie too as the villain was was great like he, he was legitimately great every time he talked to Tom Hiddleston I was like man he knows he knows like you know like he's so intimidating mm-hmm. the whole time it's uh, it, it, it was really good it was really really good <laughs> I'll um, this one out. and then I'm trying to think what else do we watch oh and so boys season 2 okay so Ooh. when I finish okay. this this pod tonight I'm going to go probably finish the boys season oh. 2 tonight because um, okay. I, I came in late I came in late to the boys um, season 1 I watched all of that I think in like May mm-hmm. and then I just I've been watching like one episode a night the last few nights I'm start I have two left I have 7 and 8 tonight
0: Ooh, okay
1: but um. like it's been good, man. I I've, like. I was. I think it's in my top ten so far. My top ten of like the first two seasons of any show. It is that enjoyable.
0: Yeah, like I didn't know what to expect. Like to be honest with you, I was laid on it as well because I was like, you know, I don't need. I don't need another superhero show. I don't need another superhero anything. We got. I, I get it. I get it. But then when somebody says like, no, 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 you need to. You need to absolutely circle back to that one. It's it's I don't I don't necessarily know if it's in my top 10, but I get I get where you're coming from with that. Like, you know, kind of like how I'm I'm absolutely in love with Snowfall, it's the sa- it's the same type of quality. Completely different shows, they have nothing to do with one another, but like uh, like I, I consider them on the same tier. So, I am with you on that one. I'm absolutely here for it. it just I don't want ge-
1: It has me like it, it genuinely hooked. Like it's not like something where like I just binged it cuz I had time or like, you know, I I picked it up like every day when I'm off work and I got the time, and it has been a week, man. I'm like, I got, I got to get an episode of it tonight. So I haven't had that in a minute.
0: Wait, wait. Probably till since you... like
1: season six of Thrones. Oh,
0: okay, okay, yeah. Wait till, wait till you see the finale. Like, as a matter of fact, text me. Yeah, whether it's tomorrow or whatever, let me know when you watch it to get because I got stuff to talk about.
1: <laughs> the scene where where, um, Homelander is at at the rally, uh-huh. last night. Is episode is that episode five or six? I can't even remember. I watched into two mm-hmm. last night and he <laughs> they're, they're like you don't speak for us and he just lights them all up but then he's like daydreaming man yeah. if that had me i was uh-huh. like i'm I like oh shit shit what? and i was like literally like I'm in, the, I'm in the lazy boy i'm like rolling oh man oh man like <laughs> they were like they really got me i, I <laughs> well it's because
0: it's because you know that's coming at some point like it's yeah. going
1: to happen he's absolutely going to crack he's and just say, fuck it all but that like he he needs to because that's one of the things my one of my complaints is like he he's a total dickhead. He doesn't even know what he wants like from a relationship or from any of the people in his life. Eventually he's gonna he already thinks he's a god. I'm like at some point he's just going to be like I'm a god I'm going to do whatever I want I don't care about my image like it has to go that way in my opinion so like I said just text me when you're done yeah I will, I will, I mean, we'll have to talk about the next pod too but I'm like I'm also cynical of like okay now it's like Vought is a white supremacist Hitler they, I, like you got the hint at the end of 6 where um, mm-hmm. what's her name Storm Yeah, the Storm ripoff um, is, is talking this all up and she's like a she wants Homelander to be the next like great white power. And I was like, oh, like, yeah, I, I hope that's not where it ends up totally going. But I, I mean, the way that people have talked about the last two episodes, I'm really excited to see.
0: Yeah, you, you will not be disappointed.
1: Yeah. I'll just- <laughs> <laughs> Much better than uh, what was it? Hunters. Like, hey, is it, I still it's not going to end like Hunters. I, like I, I still like Hunters. I I know Hunters was a little <laughs> bit
0: wild, and yes, definitely they, they, that that final this twist. That final twist was like, what what are we doing here? But I still season,
1: enjoyed it. Season two of The Boys isn't going to end with Billy Butcher in Argentina, turning around and on a veranda and and just seeing Adolf Hitler having lunch.
0: No, no, that's not it. <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> okay,
1: good. <laughs>
0: Yeah, see, the, the, but that finale has one of the dopest and craziest fight scenes That yeah, that, that's why I can't
1: wait for you to see it oh yeah man I'm excited I'm excited alright man I think that'll do it for us this week Um, yeah our schedule is way out of whack Like we, we gotta think about an off season schedule that maybe fits us both a bit better but we'll figure that out uh, be back next week uh, probably this Sunday and in, in, in your feeds Monday morning if you haven't yet please like, rate, subscribe, review we appreciate it and we'll catch you soon